Hello, everybody. Welcome back to For the Girls. We are days away now from the first race, I guess weeks, but we are absolutely counting. We're super excited. We've got a fun episode for you all today to discuss 2023 season predictions and, of course, our signature hot takes. We solicited opinions from all of you on some fun questions. Thank you so much to those who filled out the Google form. We really can't wait to dive into all the results. They are good. We are still waiting on a handful of car reveals, so we'll be doing a more technical and detailed episode on the car launches, 2023 regulations, and of course, a preseason testing recap. So stay tuned for those later this month. But before we dive into predictions and all of that, you guys probably saw on our Instagram that For the Girls was invited to the Alpha Tauri launch event this past weekend. So a, so honored. Thank you so much, Alpha Tauri and everyone who made that happen. And B, what an incredible experience. Sadly, Chessa and I had conflicts, but Sarah held down the fort for us. So we will get into it and get a great recap from her. So with that, I'm Tiggy. I'm Chessa. And I'm Sarah. All right, Sarah, tell us all about it. What was it like? <laughs> okay, it was so fun. So first off, it was an amazing venue. They did such a good job with that. It was at Jazz at Lincoln Center, which isn't actually at the main Lincoln Center complex. It's at the Columbus Circle Mall. So it has huge panoramic glass walls that overlook um, Central Park South and Central Park. So it was an amazing venue. Um, When we first went in, the big tarp around the car was still up. And so people were kind of mingling um, there was champagne and then there were also full bars with all stocked with all these Red Bull products. Of course. <laughs> so I was not brave enough, but there were like Red Bull margaritas and stuff. Oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> That's oh my hilarious. God. <laughs> Just to start your Saturday night off right. <laughs> with at, at 5 p.m. No less with yes. a Red Bull margarita. <laughs> uh, so I met, um, some people from, Rapid, one of the um, big Alpha Tower sponsors, they're on the front wing and they're also kind of right by the halo and they were super nice and telling me about kind of their involvement with the team. They'd gone to dinner with Yuki and Nick, um, so they were great. And then I met some people from Red Bull. Everyone there was generally like super nice. Um, so basically the screen started showing these fun videos of the fashion line because also this was on the fashion week calendar because Alpha Tauri's first time releasing their clothing line in the US, which I hadn't even realized before this. Um, so like the CEO of the clothing arm was there. So they it was definitely a big kind of clothes focus too. And how but would you describe the clothes? They looked really good. It's definitely on the simple side. Like I've been describing it as kind of elevated basics to people. Oh, like, that's good. You've definitely seen kind of the signature, all the Alpha Tower press will be wearing kind of those trench raincoat things. Mm. Um, so a lot of it's kind of in that vein. Like if anyone's in the market for, I would say like a Luke's quarter zip. This could be. <laughs> or like an interesting looking turtleneck. Exactly. This could totally be where you go. Um, so they did fun videos for that and then everything went silent and the Alpha Tower logo on the tarp um, – stop being projected and then the curtain just fell and that looked like the coolest moment it looked yeah, so cool. it was really cool and there were a bunch of people in there by then um so that was great but so and what was behind the curtain so 
It was Yuki and Nick standing solid, like, camera face on either end of the car. (laughs) And then there are probably six or seven models in the clothes lining the back, just standing there totally still with these white balaclavas on. Um, Wow. It looks really cool. It looked really cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Definitely brought attention to the clothes. But one thing that was so funny was the models – did not move for a solid like 45 minutes they were just totally still and then they all took their balaclavas off and still were standing there and then they got to like move around a bit so it's definitely very visually striking um so yuki and nick were standing there of course in alpha towery fits had some good looking alpha towery sweaters on and then ahmed the ceo of the alpha towery clothing line and Franz Toast, the principal, went up on stage and Nikki Taylor, who's a big Red Bull gamer, um, hosted. And I met I talked to her for a while. She was super nice. So definitely check her out if you're into any sort of Twitch gaming, that sort of thing. She's a big um Red Bull gamer and is getting more into Formula One too. So she was awesome. And then it was kind of standard interview questions. It's really fun to see people be so excited about New York and about yeah the U.S. Like, they were just hyping it up so much. Like, Franz kept saying, we're so happy to be in the U.S. where this is the first time we've had three races in one country. We're so excited for it. Um, Yuki said he was most excited for Vegas. <laughs> surprise, um, surprise. <laughs> so after that, Nick was also super um, well-spoken, and I think he is – clearly just media trained ready for the job like ready to jump in um that's pretty amazing in a rookie season to like be ready like that totally I think he very much came across as everyone kind of says this but about how he was one of the most qualified not the most qualified person and not have a seat and how he's been kind of ready for this for years, was a Formula E champion. I definitely got that sense. Like he was coming across as just a professional. Totally. (laughs) Someone who was already on the grid and ready for it. What were the vibes? Did it seem like they were favoring him over Yuki? No, I don't think so. I think it seemed even. But one thing that was interesting was after, um, you could definitely tell that Nick was – kind of ready for the schmoozing with the sponsors and, like, all of this. I think Yuki was just a bit, like, less into it. Um, (laughs) But I can't imagine. So afterwards, it was just mingling. Um, But I literally can't imagine how exhausting it must be for, like, Franz and Yuki and Nick basically just had to stand there while, like, person after person after person after person is, like, photo, 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 photo. And they're so jet lag and probably just, like, please let me go to bed. Um, (laughs) But they were great sports about it. What was the crowd like? Um, definitely a mix. I would start talking to people by being like, oh, are you here for like the clothes or the car? <laughs> oh, that's so good, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would say it was mostly – it was definitely pretty young. Um, I think there were a lot of people there from kind of the greater Red Bull universe. So people who are work for Red Bull or involved in other Red Bull arms, like Nikki was a Red Bull gamer, people who – did other sort of Red Bull sports. Um, there were a lot of sponsors there and then people who were F1 content creators or just otherwise kind of in the F1 universe. Um, met some other 
podcasters or people who have Instagram pages, that sort of thing. So I think it was a big mix, which was fun. And then I think there were also definitely people there a little bit more for kind of the Alphatari business or fashion side. So fun to see that too. Another thing which was funny was they were all wearing P448 sneakers. Oh, Uh, really? Didn't they do an event there? Yeah, they had um, a launch event with them at the P448 store in New York, and then they were all wearing the sneakers. They oh, love that. Yeah, Chess and I love those sneakers. Like we and wait, T, wait, we imagine. Yeah, those. yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so three of us all love those sneakers. Like Tiggy and I have a pair that's matching. That's kind of white with a cool, <laughs> um, like lucite base on it. Chess has a really bright, fun pair. So it was funny. I. Went and met Franz Toast, as you may have seen on Instagram, which was so fun. And at one point I said to him, like, oh, love the sneakers, P448, ha. And he was clearly like, what? Like, And then I made a joke, like, oh, did they just tell you to – you don't, like, know what it is. You just put on what they told you. And he was like, yes. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> well, I'm sure he looked great regardless. <laughs> yes, looked um, very chic. And then I did not meet Nick. I also met Yuki, and he was – Super nice, joking about like New York and Vegas and being excited for all that. And me and a couple other people were telling him, you need to like really save your energy for Vegas because <laughs> the after parties will be insane. And he was like, ha I do think like the energy in the car is different from that type of energy. So it should be good. <laughs> <laughs> he has two energy reserves, one for driving and one for the rest of life. <laughs> exactly. And then I met someone there who's in the carding world and he was at the kind of after party with um nick and some of the other elf tower people and he said that nick was like there late night just having a blast chatting with everyone so hopefully they had fun they were staying at a really nice hotel on central park south so hopefully everyone was loving new york and is going to come back soon amazing well before we transition and speaking of friends Sarah, you got, I think, a really good video clip. Um, Want to just give us the spiel and then we'll play the clip for everyone. You probably saw it on Instagram already, but we got to give we got to give it its moment on the pod. For sure. Yes. So when I met Franz, I was kind of saying, oh, just talking about how excited we are to have F1 be making more of an effort with the American fan base and how I have a women's F1 podcast hosted by three women. And if he wanted to say anything to female fans, And he was so nice and into it. And he kind of, I just held up the, my phone camera to both of us. And he did a super nice spiel about how women like (laughs) reinvigorate Formula One and how he really wants to see women at all the races in the US this year and at the track. So that was awesome. He was super nice and just a really good sport about it. And also awesome. Just, it was a great answer. So that was super happy. (laughs) Definitely making me very into AlphaTauri at the moment, which makes sense since I'm already into like Red Bull and the Red Bull universe. But now I feel like I have a bit more investment in AlphaTauri in particular going into the season. (laughs) A dear friend of mine says that AlphaTauri is the cooler Red Bull team now. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. Well, here's the clip. Hello, all the girls of the Formula One fans. 
I am really happy to be here in New York, in the heart of the city, where we had our presentation of the new livery uh, tonight, and I hope that you enjoyed it. And uh, I wish to see you at the races, because we need Formula One fans, girls at the racetrack, because they refresh everything and uh, make everything much more uh, enthusiastic. Better, yes, better. Okay, friends, it's festival and concert season, and you know it's all about the boots this year. That's why you need to make Tacovas your number one place for festival style this spring. And don't forget to shop their seasonal and limited edition offerings, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. We love Tacovas. They have a first wear comfort, which basically means there's no break in period. It's the best thing ever. So stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personal. And with regular live music and events, there's really no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, though, just visit tecovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and they ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Women's health is so important, and balanced hormones are key for that. We've been loving Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth, who's committed to making women's lives easier. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, science-backed herbal extracts that help the body adapt to stressors like hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. We love it because it helps us maintain optimal hormone levels and supports our mood and general well-being. There is a reason that one bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code F1Rthegirls at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code F1Rthegirls for 15% off today. Okay, so we did an amazing survey and you guys all came and answered a bunch of questions for us on our hot takes for the season. So we're going to jump right in for the 2023 Drivers' Champion To no one's surprise, we have 37% said Max will win, 29% said Lewis, 27% said Charles, others that got votes, George, I totally see that, Checo, of course, Carlos and Yuki, whoever that one person was, let's go. (laughs) I (laughs) love that. feeling that that AlphaTauri launch energy. (laughs) Okay, so what's, what's your all votes for driver's champion? I I think in my predictions at the 2022 season recap, I said Max would still win, but that it would be closer. I'm surprised actually how close some of these are. Like the fact that Lewis is at 30%, Charles is basically there too. It's pretty split. So it is pretty that's split. interesting. I would I love to think see Max George. will take it, but I would yeah. love to see George do well. But actually, let's do second place because I think that's what I would vote for second place. So for second place, we had 42% Max. Um, 19% Charles, 16% Lewis, 14% George. And then we had Checo, Carlos, Lando, Oscar. And, and K-Mag. <laughs> wow. Love the Oscar and K-Mag. That's amazing. But also the fact that Max is getting 42% of the vote for second place. So all the Lewis and Charles voters have conspired to <laughs> put Max in second place, which is funny. <laughs> I definitely think Max will be in second if he doesn't end up winning. I do hope he wins, but... I for sure think it'll be closer. I hope just for the sport that it'll be closer. But I think even though Red Bull had such a head start on getting their feet under them and having such a good car with the new regulations, I do think Mercedes and Ferrari will have 
at least done a substantial amount of catching up. I think Mercedes more so than Ferrari because I think replacing Bonotto and having new leadership right now might have been just too much tumultuousness for them. And Toto, just I think the Toto machine will have um, turned around for sure. And also, Toto was at the Super Bowl yesterday with Susie. <laughs> what? That's awesome. Yeah, they're like in a box at the Super Bowl. So again, feeling the American fever. They were literally in Arizona. That's hilarious. Okay, 2023 Constructors Champion. We have 48% going to Red Bull, 35% Mercedes, 16% Ferrari, and we have a single vote for Haas. So love the enthusiasm. I there. love whoever's doing all these rogue, I know. rogue answers. Oh my gosh, only 16% for Ferrari. That's low. I think everybody's scarred from last year. I Yeah, and I think the Bonotto point is really good. Like, it's a shakeup right now. It's going to be rough, even if he had some issues. What do you guys think? I would not discount them. I think that they're going to do really well. Interesting. What okay. makes you think that? I don't know. They, like, have every incentive to – tell everyone like y'all that we're telling them that they're not going to do well I think they have like a lot on the line and a lot to prove they had a lot to prove last year oh Tiggy can I I'm just just be an optimist (laughs) yeah of course I'm just trying to understand I I just want to know and I I think the new the new principal situation I think will reinvigorate them like it could cause chaos but I'm hoping that it's the opposite and it's going to be reinvigorating also, I feel like Carlos and Charles are two of the hungriest on the grid. And Carlos also, I think, is going to try to come out guns blazing because he said multiple times that he, him having kind of a slow start to the season last year, making a lot of mistakes, having a hard time adjusting to the car, and then performing really well at the end of the season, he was basically like, I can be in contention if I come out at the start of the season performing like how I was at the end. So he's also not ready to be relegated to number two just yet yeah I'm interested unofficially to see that dynamic play out because if he is doing better like it it is hard to decide or I don't know between the two they're both really great drivers like if Charles doesn't do as well as he did last year in quali and everything like I feel like it's going to be a closer matchup between them which could like fuel them to do better but it could also cause infighting that makes them do worse so it's gonna be yeah I think Ferrari would back him like I think Charles is their golden child I think it's what does he have longest Ferrari contract ever but (laughs) ultimately every team just wants to win and so if one driver is doing better they're just gonna back that driver for sure yeah if Carlos comes out the gate we'll see so second place we have a tie for first between Red Bull and Mercedes at 36%, 27% say Ferrari will get second and then Alpine and McLaren are also both represented here. So Ooh, I like the Alpine one. Yeah. I think Alpine's going to do well. For a third place we had half of you guys saying Ferrari. So it definitely seems like everyone thinks Red Bull and Merck will be duking it out at the at the 1 2. Then we had 26% with Mercedes in third place. Okay. 14% Red Bull, 8% McLaren. That's a good one. And then Alpine, Aston, and Williams also got some votes. I love these rogue ones. Aston <laughs> and Williams. Well, we did ask for hot takes. So I appreciate that people went hot with the takes. We will we will get to hot takes. There are some really good ones. So most improved team from last season. This was a fun question. It was kind of all over the map, but the top two were McLaren with 23%, 
definitely people thinking that Piastri could bring some new energy. And then Mercedes with 17% because how could they not improve? It's only only up from there. <laughs> Lots of you were also manifesting an Alfa Romeo comeback for Botas after last year's tough showing. So what do you guys think? I think those are all good answers. Um, I, I definitely hope for an Alfa Romeo comeback. They, I think, have a lot more potential than they showed last year. And Botas and Joe are both great drivers. So fingers crossed for them. Yeah. I, yeah. Have, I think McLaren's going to slay putting that out there it's sad for Danny that he won't be there for that but it's gonna happen yeah. I'm gonna have to go with I would back Mercedes over McLaren for this I think because I think even if Mercedes don't win I think they'll be back at the top again I just have so much faith in the Toto general operation and engineering machine I think they're gonna come back and I think we can get into this with hot takes but I have a lot of thoughts about the McLaren driver pairing so <laughs> Yeah, I obviously am putting my full weight behind a Mercedes comeback, so oh, manifesting that. Which newcomer will finish highest in the points? This is a good one. So as a reminder, we have Nick DeVries, we have Oscar Piastri, we have Nico Hulkenberg, and we have Logan Sargent. So super close here. Nick DeVries took the cake with 46% of the vote, and Piastri came in a close second with 44% of the vote. So basically a split between those two. Then Hulkenberg got 5%, Logan got 4%. I think that checks out. What do you guys think? Especially after this Alf Tauri thing, I think I'm definitely going to back Nick there. I think he's a bit older. He's 27 or 28. He's so experienced. And I think just seeing how professional and how hardworking he is. Oh, that reminds me. One of the sponsors was telling me that at the dinner with him, they were just kind of chatting and saying, oh, what are your hobbies? What do you do? And he was like, training. And then they <laughs> said, oh, when you're like not training – what's your hobby? And he's like training. And I guess he was jet lagged in New York. And so I was waking up at like 3.30 and going to the gym at five and then just starting a full day. So he and Max, one, one track minds. Yeah, exactly. And they're friends, which makes sense. Yes. Um, so I definitely vote for him. And I think that ties into my thoughts on McLaren. I think Piastri and Norris are going to be one of the spiciest driver pairings. I've, if not the spiciest, I actually feel really strongly about this. Like you don't think that they're going to get along? I think they'll get along in the sense that teammates always kind of get along. Well, on the media surface, get along. for PR. <laughs> but I think it's Lando's first time that he's really going to have to prove himself. And I think Piastri is going to come in so hungry. Also, McL Norris is kind of the McLaren golden child in the way that um, – Charles is like Zach Brown is always talking about how Lando's future world champion, like Lando's the future of the team. So Piastri is going to have a huge bitch proof because he's going to know he needs to come out and like throw down if he doesn't want to be the immediate number two. And I think they're both kind of young and fiery. So I definitely see clashes in their future. Interesting. So that was not on what people had voted for. So people did vote for contentious teammate pairings. It was almost a three-way tie. We had Gasly and Alcon at 27%. Um, I really think that that one is probably going to play out. Next, we had Alonso and Stroll at 25%. I don't think that one will play out. I think Alonso is trying to play nice. And then 23% had Max and Checo. And then the next highest was 10% K-Mag and Hulkenberg. So hmm. we'll see about that. Wait, wait, wait. Chester, you think Alonso is going to play nice? Where is I, he coming from? Because he's – I don't know. Maybe I saw too many memes after he called um, Stroll a world champion that I'm like getting. <laughs> but 
I know. I think he like there's so much money at play for him, and I think that they're gonna really like pander to him. So in return for that, he has to play nice. Well, did you also see the meme? I think Tiki sent a meme of um, Lawrence like holding Alonzo like hostage and being like, "Say it." Yeah, exactly. That's. What <laughs> I think I've also been. <laughs> My favorite hot take is related to this, so we'll get into that. But yeah, I I think they're gonna I think they're gonna beef personally, and I I don't know about Gasly and Ocon coming in hot at number one. I actually am kind of on Sarah's side here with Lando and Piastri maybe being one of the spicier ones, and Gasly and Ocon. I don't know. I think it depends on how well Alpine is doing, but we'll see. I definitely agree with Alonso and Stroll though, but yeah. I see Chessa's point that if he truly really wants a future with the team and thinks they've done kind of the level of investment in him that he wants, maybe he will play nice. But I just think he's just never like gets along with teammates. Um, but part of that could also be the fact that Ogon never gets along with teammates. So we'll see. But I definitely agree that Gasly and Ocon will be an interesting one to watch. <laughs> The one I'm most interested in is Max and Checo. Like, we'll get to the hot takes on on Red Bull, but a lot of you guys think stuff is going down with them this year and that Checo is, like, not going to have it anymore. <laughs> I disagree, actually. Again, maybe this is just, like, wishful thinking since I'm a Red Bull fan, so I obviously want harmony. But I do think having the offseason will be good. I do think they've probably sorted a lot of the beef from – the end of last season, like Max made his point with ignoring team orders and the Monaco stuff now is long ago enough that hopefully that's also behind them. Granted, people can hold um, a grudge in F1 for forever. <laughs> I mean, that but... grudge was held for months and months and months, like even as it was from Monaco all the way to the end of the season. Like that's a long time to hold a grudge too. True, but I think some of these drivers hold grudges for like 10 years. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that like it's just water under the bridge after an off season, I feel like. True. That's a good point. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway. K-Mag Hulkenberg, that's interesting that people think that that's going to be contentious because what we were saying before is that they're both kind of like the older guys on the grid, maybe more mature, not necessarily fighting in like the top three to top five. So Again, about grudges, it's from that one – <laughs> famous or infamous clip from years ago. I think it was 2017 or 2018 um, in Hungary. So Google that if you hadn't seen it. It makes sense why they feel the need to say things like, we're going to get along as teammates. <laughs> <laughs> so on the flip side, the most amicable teammate pairing in 2023, this was also a super interesting one. 31% of you said Charles and Carlos, which wow. – that's I'm here for that. super interesting. 25% Botas and Joe, 13% Lewis and George, and then Lando and Oscar and Yuki and DeVries were coming in next. So what do you guys think about that one? That's really interesting. Charles and Carlos, I think wishful thinking. I really? think, yeah, I love them both. And I think similar to what we were saying about Piastri and Oscar, or some Piastri and Oscar, Piastri and Lando, <laughs> like they'll media get along because they definitely have to. Like Ferrari drivers, that's that's their thing is they like don't publicly fight. But I do feel like if Ferrari is really competing for a top spot, Carlos comes out the gate swinging I don't think Carlos is the kind of guy who's just going to like sit back and be like, okay, let Charles take number one. Like we've seen Carlos not love that. We've seen him call his own strategy. Like I think Carlos is a bit of a stronger personality than that. So I don't know. 
I could see it more contentious. And Charles is, Charles just takes things hard. Like the number of times he's just called himself stupid on the radio, that scream in the wall that was remixed into the Taylor Swift Goat (laughs) Trouble remix. Um, And his little tantrum at the end of the season too, towards the end. Yeah. I forget what race that was, but yeah. So I think he, yeah, I think he could also overreact to some things. Let's see. All right, let's jump into our number one drivers by team. So Red Bull, this is quite obvious. Max got 94% of the vote, but a strong 6% came in for Checo. So maybe he has a bit of a revenge arc there. (laughs) (laughs) For Ferrari, we had 89% Charles and 11% Carlos. Wow, I thought that would be a little bit less stark. Interesting. For Mercedes, we have 64% Lewis and then 36% George. Love that. That's going to be great. Mercedes wasn't on the list for most contentious, and they were kind of far down for most amicable, which is interesting. So we'll see. But I think – I personally think it's really easy to get along when you don't have a good car because Lewis has said multiple times, he's like, I don't care – if I'm not winning, I don't care if it's P2 or P5. Like, it doesn't make a difference to me because it's not a win. So I think, yeah, it's easy to play the nice teammate game when you're not in contention for any world titles. But I think this will get real spicy as soon as there is a good car. Like, as soon as they are in championship position and these two are in P1 and P2 or they're in P3 and P4 and getting ordered to swap, like, I think that will get very interesting. I think it depends on how good George is this season. Like he had a great season, debut season at Mercedes last year. And granted, it wasn't a great car, but he like really outdrove that car. I think it really depends on how well he does. Like, yeah, if he's neck and neck with Lewis or if he's out qualifying Lewis or, you know, he's potentially getting more podiums than Lewis. Yeah, then I think it's going to get contentious. But I think if Lewis is back on top form, I don't think George is necessarily the kind of guy who's going to like argue the number one driver situation in that case yeah that's true I think he's still new to the team he probably wants a really good future with them like Lewis I don't want to say he's winding down but he's he's fighting for something a lot bigger than George right now so we'll see so for McLaren we had 93 percent Lando 7 percent Oscar I think that's right. I'm shocked right. that that's so lopsided. Actually, I am, but I do think Lando is gonna is yeah. gonna win that battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Lando will prevail, but not without a fight. I would have put this on more like sixty forty, probably. Ooh, wow, Alpine. So this was the closest result of all the teams. Everyone thinks this is gonna be the spiciest battle, and I do think from a a driver or like a talent perspective, this is actually probably an accurate result. Like Gasly at 56%, Ocon at 44%. They're both good drivers. So Yeah, I definitely agree with that one. I, I agree that that's going to be like a bit of a toss-up. Ocon has the advantage of having been used to the team and the car, having already had a full season next to a former world champion. But I think – Ocon has an advantage of having been with the team, but I think overall Gasly is a better driver. So yeah. we'll see. Okay, so let's do our hot takes, our most favorites and signature se- segment. We will do a refresher really quick for what we had er- said earlier this, or I guess late last year for predictions and hot takes at the end of the 2022 season. So Tiggy, start us off. Yeah, if I recall correctly, I think I said Mercedes will be back in championship contention, at least for constructors. Ferrari will have a better season than this past year, but that their issues 
will still plague them, so they won't get much better results. I think I said Checo will have to prove he can stand on his own as a great driver rather than a forgettable number two. I think I definitely still stand by that. Um, And that an underdog will have a serious glow up. I think I said my money was on Lando. But overall, I said Max will still dominate, unfortunately, but hoping for a bit more competition next year. Nice. For me, I was very hot and I think it was definitely against everything I believed in. But I said, well... Checo's going to be a serious contender for Max's seat. Danny? Sorry, wait. I'm so confused. Okay. But I said I think Danny is going to do really well at Red Bull and be a serious contender for Checo's seat. I have some new thoughts on that, but let's, let's – <laughs> Wow, that. that is just flaming. I know. I, don't, I must not have been in, a right, in, in the right mind. <laughs> we got a lot of write-ins, hot takes, saying something similar. People oh, are really okay, on cool. the, Danny, the Danny train, so okay. I wouldn't discount yourself. <laughs> for me, I had said Mercedes versus Red Bull for title and Ferrari in third again. I definitely agree with that. I think Mercedes is – Going to beat Ferrari, I said Russell looking like more of a future world driver's champion than Charles, which, wow, also hot take from me. (laughs) Um, But I think, again, what we were saying about kind of Charles being emotional and all the issues at Ferrari, I think George was just so good last season. I'm excited to see what that could look like. I think it's going to be a bit of a reach for Lewis to get that eighth title. Definitely a chance if the car is good enough, but I think – that's more likely than not not going to happen, and Max will win. Um, I also said McLaren and Alpine teammate drama. already said this, but agree with that. Um, and then in terms of the calendar, I said 24 races are going to be too much. Now we're down to 23 <laughs> because China dropped off the calendar and isn't being replaced, but I still think 23 is probably gonna, going to prove to be too much, and then also just Vegas is going to be insane. Like I think Wild. it's going to be – a massive spectacle. Yeah, I think that's those are those are really good. So let's get into people's hot takes, everyone else's, and then we'll discuss if we stand by our predictions. Um, so going by team, Red Bull hot takes. So Chessa, we definitely got some that were similar to what you said. So from Mander 3-3, Max gets dethroned, surprise Danny appearance in Las Vegas. Uh Kenna WS also said Danny Rick races in Vegas. Wow, um, that's a good one. Yeah. Wow. Mila Malik said Danny will sub in for Checo when Max is pissed, which is an interesting <laughs> twist on that. <laughs> um, one step further, Chessa, this one's a uh, shout out to you. Katie Shook says Danny Rick replaces Checo. Julia Hornick, Max and Checo, big fight. And then uh, AG Say says Checo is going to lose it, like have a meltdown over the radio. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Carissa Ray. Ricardo takes Max's seat to form the greatest pairing, Chicardo. Stop. Carissa, I love you. That's <laughs> so epic. good. And then the hottest of all, I think, there are two tied. Checo getting really fed up with Max and quiet quitting halfway through the season from Julie. <laughs> and Checo's contract gets cut early, Trisha Knoll. Kroll. That's hot. That's hot. <laughs> wow. Those are really spicy. Very. Not a lot of faith in Max and Checo getting along. Wow. These were hilarious. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> um, for Mercedes, we had Leanne say Mercedes back on top. We had Ellery say Mercedes is going to have a much more contentious year. They'll have two drivers that are fantastic and actually have a competitive car. We had two that said Lewis was the eighth world championship. That was Andy and Alejandra LHC. 
Trisha Kroll coming in with another good one. Lewis goes another year without a win. Oof. Wow. Oh, that would be so sad. Brutal. We have our good friend Walter. George Russell has more wins than Lewis Hamilton. Thank you, Walter. That's a great one. That's spicy. And see you later, Lewis's last season. Hot, Damn. hot. Wow. I don't think he's done yet. That's hot. I think Lewis is going to be like a Tom Brady and stay on even arguably <laughs> – past his prime when he should have gone out on a high note i think like in like six years we're gonna be like oh is it lewis's last season <laughs> okay so the hottest ones for mercedes were max and charles fight for first in driver's championship but george ends up taking it towards the end danielle gonzalez and then, wow that's spicy plus she said george really goes for the championship and max gets worried <laughs> <laughs> wow love. i love those you guys had such good answers on these these are awesome so for Ferrari, Julia Hornick said, Charles having a good time. <laughs> hottest take of all time. I should have put that as the hottest. <laughs> that is so good. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Rachel said, Charles finally getting the world championship he deserves. Love that one. Evie Unger says, Leclerc's last shot at winning world drivers championship. You I want to unpack that. with these takes. I want to unpack that. I well, we don't have Evie on the line, but I'm yeah, I'm interested in why it's the last shot. I think the theory was probably that this is the best Ferrari as a team is yeah. going to be, and then they're going to go back to their like 2019, 2020 era struggles. <laughs> yeah. I'm reading the next one, which is so funny. Ferrari is going to be even worse than last year. That was From Emily. Emily. <laughs> and then Jacob Walker said Carlos does better than Charles. I'm surprised we didn't get more of those. I think that was one of the only ones we got about Carlos. Interesting. For our hottest take, this is our our friend, our good friend Starboy. He says, I think we'll see Hamilton for stopping fighting each other so much that it will compromise their championship campaigns and allow Charles to build a points lead. Well said. My and hottest then- vote was from Amy Curran. Ferrari versus Alfa Romeo. Okay. <laughs> Literally no comment. I love that. <laughs> well, actually, specific. on that note, my dad came in with a hot take, so we'll pitch one in for my dad here. Um, not directly related to this, but I forget why we're talking about this. Oh, I was explaining how Alpha Tauri has a Red Bull engine and they're owned by Red Bull. And he was saying, oh, I bet these works teams never give quite as good of an engine to their customer team because you can't have the customer team beating the works team and having a better engine so he was basically like his hot take is that the works team like tunes down the engine for the customer teams (laughs) that would be so bad so for mclaren hope says the absolute rise of mclaren would be so cool to see plus one to that from B. Thompson, Lando and Piastri are not going to get along. McLaren have put in too much to get Piastri, so they'll need him to perform, and we'll expect Lando to be more self-sufficient, which he will resent. That's an interesting theory. That's a good one. Yeah. And Maggie says, McLaren has a much better car than last year and is back in the mix with the top three. This prevents any one team from running away with it early, and the championship fight is not decided until the last race. Ooh. Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> Ryan, Piastri will r- win a race before Lando. Wow. I could see that. And then hottest of all, Maddie Booley. Oscar won F3 and F2 his rookie seasons. F1 championship rookie season? Question mark, question oh mark, god. question mark. Oh my god, I'm here for that. That would be so awesome. <laughs> that would do a lot for the sport and wow. excitement. I think that would be incredible. Wow. Likely, no. Hot take, yes, but would be awesome. 
For Alpine, ex Catherine Ann said, manifesting one of my faves, Pierre Symposiums with his transition to Alpine. I hope to see that as well. And then our hottest for this one came from Clotilde Poem. Alpine comes third in the constructor championship. You know that's, what? Though? That's doable. I can see that. Yeah. That's doable. That's great. Sarah, why don't you go ahead and do Alpha Tauri, my love? Go ahead. Alpha Tauri, also some hot takes here. So. Hedvig said, this is Yugi's last season. No. Wow. Just, I love that reaction. <laughs> and then Kellev86 said, Nick is going to be rookie of the year with Alpha Tauri. I could definitely see that. Yeah. Um, and then hottest take for Alpha Tauri is Nick will blow Yuki out of the water and Yuki <laughs> will lose his seat from Steph. Wow. Sad. We'll see. <laughs> for Alpha Romeo. Botas gets back into the top eight finishers consistently from Iwalski. Definitely yes. here for that. And then hottest, I think Alpha surged through the midfield teams to compete with McLaren and Alpine from Nick STP. It's possible, but imagine if it was Alpha versus McLaren versus Alpine for P4 <sighs> and constructors. That would be really fun. That'd be super fun. Wow. For Aston Martin, we have Mariola Cass say Aston Martin is up pretty high. I could see that. Reese says Alonso throws a fit about something. That is not a hot take. (laughs) Yeah, that's not a hot take. That's a prediction. (laughs) Mila Malik says Fernando and Lance are going to crash into each other on more than one occasion. Also, I think probably is going to be inevitable. Um, Aston Martin is going to be a dumpster fire of tempers and drama. (laughs) That was Gemma Lee. Yes, agreed. Thank you. I'm glad someone agrees with me. Dumpster fire of tempers and drama. (laughs) We should make a t-shirt with that on it. Yeah. (laughs) The hottest here was Lawrence Stroll has replaced Fernando Alonso with a robot that says absurdly nice things about Lance and will give up places for him. That was Liv (laughs) B. Yeah, that goes along with the memes that I was talking about earlier. (laughs) So good. For Williams, also some really good ones. People have a lot of thoughts on Williams. Sammy G. Flores says Williams finishes in midfield. Alex Trainer says Williams is not in last place or Williams podium. And Chris Array said one step hotter, Williams wins a race. Wow. <laughs> Could be they can kind of close with with George that time with a podium. Like if there's a true rainout disaster, you never know what can happen. <laughs> Kellis said Sergeant DNF at Coda. Oh, that is oddly God. specific, but wow. That, I hope we don't manifest that. That hurts. Wow. Grace <laughs> said everyone will hate on America more because of Logan, sadly. Brutal. <laughs> Sierra Virginia said Logan Sargent will be Latifi V2. Oh, God. <laughs> People are really hating on Logan. This is hilarious. Amigo said Alex is going to podium. It's going to be an epic year for him. I'm manifesting it so hard. Number 23 in 2023. (laughs) It's fated to be amazing. And then the hottest of all, this is iconic. (laughs) Sorry, I can't even get this out. Jess Greco says Florida man Logan wins the Miami (laughs) CP. Florida man Logan. Oh, God. Hopefully everyone knows what Florida man is. Yeah, for any non-American listeners, Google Florida man. It's a huge joke in the U.S. that Florida is such a wild state. Guys, I don't know what Florida man is. Really? (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google it. Google it and tell us what pops up. It's a huge joke that Florida is so chaotic that if you just type in (laughs) Florida man, all the Google hits will be like, Florida man fights off alligator with his bare hands. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty funny. I'm not going to read them out loud, but okay, everyone go Google it. 
Okay, last but not least, we've got Haas. Haas PR is going to work overtime to handle Nico and Kevin. I just feel like they're going to beef at some point from Khadija Osman. Hulkenberg will be lucky not to be replaced after this season from Katie Bart. Uh, sorry, Katie Barrett. Agree Kevin- with that one. That's a good one. <laughs> Kevin and Nico will be a close second for most contentious pairing. Pray for Gunther's remaining sanity. Live B. <laughs> I like that part. And then hottest. Haas will be in fifth place in constructors, Marin and the Chelska. That's hot. That's hot. All right. Do we stand by our predictions? Any amendments from what we said before? Yes. I cannot believe I said that thing earlier about Danny replacing Checo. <laughs> You've got some okay. people agreeing with you. <laughs> I'm curious to see how much Danny actually gets in the Red Bull car this year. I think based on the Red Bull car launch in New York, it feels like he's kind of like a prop, like a PR marketing piece. So that they can appeal to, you know, American fandom, drive to survive, all of that. Um, And I think actually Red Bull is going to be all over the place. The Max Checo drama is only just beginning. And I think Horner is going to have to work overtime to rein the team in. No, don't say that. Um, (laughs) But I agree about Danny. And plus, I like this rule. I think it's a good rule. But the teams are required to run rookies in two free practices to get young drivers time. And Danny obviously is not a rookie. So... Red Bull would be sacrificing an additional practice with Max or Checo if they're trying to get him in for a free practice. So I think that's true that he's definitely mostly there for PR. Um, Except when he races in Vegas, obviously. True. (laughs) Except when he's blazing down the Vegas strip. Um, I think I stand by the fact that it's going to be Mercedes versus Red Bull. I think an amendment is we actually – Someone said this as a hot take. We haven't really talked about this yet. I think once Mercedes has a good car again, I think Max V. Lewis will be back with a vengeance. Like now Lewis has a Max V. Lewis revenge arc, a massive one. And so does Mercedes just as an organization. So I think that will be – I'll amend that to say I think that if Mercedes has a good car, I think that will be very, very contentious. Here for it. Here for it. Yeah, that hot take could be – True. I, don't, I think they were saying Max and Lewis will um, fight it out so much that Charles will build a points lead. Someone also said George. So we'll see who's going to be left to pick up the scraps. <laughs> um, I think I stand by mine, though. Definitely some of these takes are very fun. It makes me kind of want to flip my predictions upside down. But I think I will. I'll stand by what I said. Mercedes back in championship contention. Ferrari will not have much better results. Checo will have to prove himself. And Lando's going to have a glow up. So you heard it here. We'll see what happens. All right. Thanks, everyone. We will catch you next week for a new episode. 